Hi, everybody. This is Patty Negri. Welcome to the Witching Hour. Yep, that hour of the day when the veil is thin and magic happens. I have some really fun, great magic for you today. My guest is my new friend, Scotty the Medium. He is fabulous. I met him recently at a Paracon. Um, I think you're going to love him as much as I do. So tune in for Scotty. But before we get to Scotty, where's Patty? Okay, where is Patty? Patty is in Las Vegas. Yes, indeed. If you are listening or watching this on the week we first drop, I'm in Las Vegas. I am. I Well, tonight I am seeing my friend Jeff Ezel at the Las Vegas Magic Theater. He's a beautiful magician. He's actually the one who's been magically posting some of my fun videos of late. Um, so I am there. He's going to be there all week. If you are in the Las Vegas area or care to be, come on down to the Las Vegas Magic Theater. See Jeff Ezel. Tell him your friend Patty sent you and see a really good show. Other than that, I am here. I am here Tuesday. I'm teaching a class on protection of the dark arts, which is funny for the time of year it is, but you know, you got to keep protected in the magic and the lights of everything else. And of course, Wednesday, we have the Witches Movie Coven. So you got to tune in for that. Pop your popcorn, grab your cocktail, wrap yourself up in your beautiful Witches Movie Coven blanket and join us because you get to be live with us on YouTube and on Facebook. Other than that, happy holidays. It is Yule. It is Solstice. It is Hanukkah. It is Christmas. It is New Year's. It is everything that, about bringing back the light. Whatever your belief system or whatever template you put on, it really is about the return of the light in all belief systems. So, Let's enjoy the holiday, whichever one you celebrate. Personally, I choose to celebrate them all because more is better in my book. So um, happiest of holidays, everybody. So the only other thing is it is time to make reservations for the Dark Water Cruise. If you want to join me on a Caribbean cruise with a bunch of paranormal people, go to Dark Water Cruise. Check it out. It's at, on my website, on all my social media. The Wraith Chasers are going to be there. My partner in Paraflix, Natalie, is going to be there. Natalie Jones. All sorts of great people. And let's do the high seas together, shall we? That's the first week in March. But I'd say make your reservations soon. Other than that, See you right here online everywhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, and you can get some merch, of course. T-shirt, mugs, cloaks, all sorts of things now available at mysterycontrol.com. Um, of course, my book, you can get everywhere. You can get on Amazon. You can get on my website at Patty Negri. So, Patty everywhere, whether you want it or not. <laughs> anyway, that's where Patty is. Hi, everybody. Guess what time it is? Yep, it is time for the Willow Report, the sleepy, sleepy Willow Report. I just had to grab her up. She was rolled up on the bed with Grace. I let Grace sleep. But look at her outfit. Is that not cute? This is her going shopping after the holidays outfit. Yes, indeed it is. Um, she's so cute. She's having so much fun on the holidays. Um, we really don't even have anything to talk about except that she has her best friend here staying for the holidays, her best friend, Ron from Canada, fellow drummer. So I have a house full of two drummers and a dachshund and a wild cat. 
but she just wanted to mostly show you her beautiful faux fur outfit. Is that not the cutest thing you've ever seen? It is by Cheryl Kenninger from Down Under Dog Designs. This actually, I'm not sure if this is from, I don't think this is from the movie, um, The Wiener Dogs National or International. This is just the, you're leaving set and going home in the cold weather coat. <laughs> so she just wanted to wish you a happy, happy holidays, you guys. Take care of your babies. Let them have as much fun as you are having. And if you're not having fun, then you have more fun like they are. Have fun with your babies, whatever that is. So well, you keep losing your hat. You should see in the Wiener Dog movies, which she has not been in one yet, but hopefully they make another one soon. They make them race in the hats, and that's pretty, pretty funny because they do fall off, but they're cute. And talk about racing. We're going to practice all year so she doesn't run the wrong way halfway point. Right, Willow? You're, not, you're even too sleepy to yawn today, Willow? Huh. Anyway, this is my high fashion city girl. This is Willow. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Christmas. Happy Yule. Happy Solstice. Happy everything. Because life is good. Life is what you make it. So have a Willow day. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. Okay, for this week's magic lesson, we are going to do a spell. We're going to do a spell to end the year, bring out the old, and bring in the new. Um, I'm one about burning, so let's burn. The first thing I want you to do is gather up some paper, scratch paper, any kind of paper you want, and a pen or pencil. Also, get yourself some string. We're going to make a witch's ladder. See all those people wearing strings all the time, little red strings, little black strings? Those are witch's ladders. So we're going to make one for the new year. But first, we're going to get rid of everything that's in the way of creating everything that we want. Also, if you can, get a fire-safe bowl or your little cauldron or a great big old ashtray or do this over the sink. So... At the end of the year, and you could do it officially on December 31st if you would like, and New Year's Eve is great. Do it just before midnight, at the stroke of midnight, you know, right into the new year with what we're creating. So first off, in whatever method you would like, set up a sacred space for yourself. Whether you light a candle, light some incense, just say, this is a sacred space, even if it's your dining room table or your coffee table. Think for a minute, go inside and think, of what you really want for the new year. What do you want to bring in? Better job, different love, more closeness, more spirituality, more time outdoors, more health, fitness. Think about everything you want to bring into 2023 on the inside. Now think of everything that's in the way of that. Nobody will hire me because of this, or I'm too lazy to work out, or everything that's in the way, whether real or imagined or made up or excuses, it doesn't matter. And I would, when I'm going inside for a second, I see where does that hit? Where does that block hit? Oh, it hits in my belly. I'm going to release that. Oh, it hits in my jawline. I tense up. It hits in my shoulders. It's the weight of the world. So if you can go there, go there. Well, wow, that's holding me back. I literally feel it in my knees. I'm afraid to move forward. So think of however you want to do it in your body or not. Think of everything that's in the way. Now, write it down. Write down everything that you want to do. 
And as you know, with magic, passion is everything. If you just write down, I'm lazy, that means nothing. If you go, I am, I, I think I'm too lazy. I don't get up early enough in the morning. Um, I don't have enough faith in myself. I don't think I'm worth it. Whatever that is, write with passion all over this paper. Write it, write it, write it down. Real or imagined, everything in the way of you getting what I'm not pretty enough, I'm too old, I'm too young, I'm too this, I'm too that, I'm not smart enough, I don't have a college degree. I think it, it, it. Write it down with passion. Now look at those words, look at those words. They only have the meaning that you give them. Just words, just letters. You ready to get rid of them? You ready to get rid of them? I am. So now whenever you're doing magic like this, we're going to burn the hell out of it. So roll it away from yourself. So if you like you're rolling a joint or something, roll it away from yourself. Now, if it's something you were adding, you would roll it toward yourself. But this we're going to roll away, 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 away. And you're really ready to get to it. So get yourself a nice fire safety. So we are going to. So you've got this words or meanings that you're all ready to completely get rid of. So now grab your fire safe bowl, a big old pot over the sink, whatever. We're going to burn the heck out of it. So light it like this. You're going to hold it down for those of you who weren't Girl Scouts or Boy Scouts. And when it gets close to your fingers, drop it in the pot or the sink. Don't burn yourself. But you want to do a little chant with that, like something like, get back, go away, never to return. That's my favorite. Get back, go away, never to return. It's flaming. Get back, go away, never to return. Get back, go away, never to return. You drop it. And then feel the new space you have in your body, whether it's in your shoulders or in your belly or in your jawline. God, wow, I have room now. I have room to add all the things I really do want. I'm going to let go of I'm too lazy or too tall or too short or whatever that is. So now grab yourself a string about, you know, a foot long, something if you choose to wear it around your wrist or your ankle, you can. Now, I use much thinner string like this, but for example, I'm going to use a big one. I just use regular cording. I often will get a cotton or a jute or a hemp, something kind of natural, but anything you want, you can get it at a craft store. You can get it from the string in your, in your garage if you want, but get something about this long. You are going to make a witch's ladder, which is putting wishes into knots. Knots are magic. That's why we have a dream, a dream catcher over our bed to catch our bad dreams. Spider webs are magical because they catch with the knots. Spirits, which we create spirits all the time. Spirit of love, spirit of failure, spirit of success, spirit of magic. Spirits get caught in knots. Don't know why. So we're going to use our breath. Remember, our breath is our pneuma. It's our life force. The moisture in our breath is our free will. Now, when you're adding something, always do odd numbers. So come up with three, five, seven, or nine wishes that you want to do to bring into the new year. Odd numbers keep things the same. And nobody ever does a witch's ladder with odd, even numbers. We want to add, shift, change. Make them positive, though. So get like you're going to start to tie your shoe. Get it like this. Come up with your first wish. I wish for a happy and healthy, joyous new year ahead. See it? Smell it? Taste it? <gasps> you put it right up to your mouth. You blow that wish into it, and you catch it in the knot. You've got that wish. And say something like, by not of one, the spell's begun. Rhyming is good if you can do it. Now come up with your second one. Okay, I wish that um, 
maybe I have a, a beautiful new job and I really love going to work. It's closer to them where I work now. See it, smell it, taste it. <gasps> By not of two, this spell come true. Come up with the third one. You can make up your own or you can find these online or do mine. Come up with a third one. Maybe I would like to get healthier and fitter. Maybe lose five or 10 pounds. Mm, see it, smell it, taste it. <sighs> By not of three, so shall it be. You want to keep going? You can stop there. Come up with another number one. I would like um, my puppy to love a long, happy life with lots of new friends. See it, smell it, taste it. <sighs> By not of four, open this door. Come up with another one. You got to do at least odd numbers. Okay, come up with another wish that you want just for you. I want to organize my closet. I don't know. <gasps> By not of five, spell come alive. Again, smaller string will not get quite this big. Come up with another one, perhaps, if you want a sixth one. See that wish? <laughs> By not of six, this spell bewitched. Do another one. You got to do at least seven. It's getting shorter than it really should. Okay, make that wish. <laughs> By not on, of seven, on earth as it is in heaven. Let's do two more just because we can. Okay. By not of eight, <laughs> open this gate. One more up to nine. I would always stop by nine. That's such a magic number and that's something new. <sighs> by not of nine, this spell be mine. Now see this beautiful thing. You could actually wear it on your wrist, permanent or tie it. You could wear it on your ankle. If you don't want to wear it permanent, stuff it in your bra or your pocket somewhere close to your body. Now, if I have incense going, I will waft it over the incense. I will run it past the smoke of my incense. If you have some magic oil, rub it on the knots. And you could rub the knots whenever you want to recharge that with breathe into it, kind of like we do with our dragons. So now you have this beautiful string with all the wishes for the new year. You've burned up everything in the way. Then say something like, by the power of three times three, this spell bound round shall be. As I do will it, so shall it be. Amen, aho, so shall it be, yippity-doo, whatever you want to say. That's a very simple old school Wiccan one. By the power of three times three, which means what you put out, you get back three times. This spell bound round shall be. Means you're binding it. As I do will it, so shall it be. So no right or wrong from there. Your intent is everything. So happy new year. Get rid of everything you don't want. Create something new. Have a nice representation of it and... Happy holidays, everybody. I have a, some fabulous magic for you today. It's a new friend of mine. I actually just met him in Massachusetts at Massachusetts Paracon and fell in love with him and his ability. So let me introduce you to Scotty, the medium. Hi, Scotty. Hey, Patty. How are you? I am so good. I'm so thrilled to have you on. I just, what we did, you know, going into rooms and doing these different things was just like, oh, I like this guy doing a seance together. Yeah, so, that was so, fun. Yeah, so you are actually, I know you're big and everywhere and big on TikTok and social media, but you haven't been around decades like many of us. Where'd you come from? How'd this happen? Tell us oh, about boy. you. <laughs> yeah. I have I have been what I guess you call like a natural born medium since I was little. I could just see spirit. Um, but unfortunately, you know, back back in the day, this was not as open minded as it is today. And, you know, basically, if I talk to my folks about seeing ghosts, they'd be like, we don't talk about that stuff around here. It's, it's weirding out the, the straight people. So uh, I grew up 
pretty much my life just keeping it a secret um, until I was probably about 31 or 32 years old. So about 10 years ago, um, I had this really crazy experience where I was not looking to do anything in mediumship. I have a job in uh, law enforcement. Um, I finished a shift up. I went home. I was taking a shower. And all of a sudden, there was somebody in my head that didn't belong to me. Um, and it was something I hadn't experienced in a long time. But something inside of me also said, listen to what this voice is telling you. Listen to the things that they're giving you. Write it down. And then you're going to carry this message to somebody. And it's important. And that was a strange feeling because I kind of thought I was losing my mind a little bit. But I also somewhere somewhere in here, I just knew that it was the right thing to do. So. I got out of the shower. Um, so anybody who asks, yes, they do watch when you're in private time. Um, <laughs> and I, I went to a notebook that I have to this day. It was the first reading that I ever did. I wrote the information down. Uh, it was for my mom's friend. And I said, I called her and I said, is it okay um, if I tell you some information I think came from your dad? I know this sounds kind of strange, but it's really interesting to me um, because I'm very inquisitive anyway as a person. So I, I thought it'd be neat to see what what would come of it. Uh, she agreed to it. So I went to her apartment uh, and I met her and I gave her a list of details. And she's like, well, this definitely sounds like my dad. And I said, okay, there's one thing that I'd really like to know. Um, when he was giving me this information, I saw a photograph in my, in my mind's eye and it was a man in a tuxedo, uh, a woman with brown short hair. She had pearls on and she was wearing like a pink dress and they're standing next to each other. And she said, well, let me ask my mom. She lives underneath me in the other apartment and I'll have her come up. So her mom came up and I explained the photo and I said, Oh, by the way, um, the woman's name I think is Anna. So mom said, Oh my God, hold on one second. She came back upstairs after a couple minutes with a wedding album, blew the dust off of it, opened it up and showed me the photograph that I had described. It was her late husband in his tuxedo next to his mother in the pink dress. Her name was Anna and it was on their wedding day. So he gave me a photo in, in my brain that I've never seen in my entire life and said, this is me on my wedding day. And I was like, he must be with his mom. Otherwise, he wouldn't have said that. So that was the first reading that I had ever done. And from there, I was still kind of skeptical. So I kept trying to disprove that I could do this. But every time I do it, people were like, wow, this is incredible. You, you're really good at this, actually. Um, so I just kept building off of that. And eventually, it just was like, I guess I'm a medium. And since then, uh, I've grown into so many other things. And it's brought me down amazing paths, including meeting awesome people like you who I'd only ever seen on television and watched and wonder of what you were doing. And and it brought us together just uh, about a month ago, right? So it's been an incredible path from kind of not believing to I'm all in and let's have a good time with it and see what we can do with it. That is fabulous. And I do love your energy. Um the spirit you have, because I read energies and people, and I do love when spirits show pictures. I love you're standing in front of a grass wall with the, um, but your energy, your enthusiasm, it's like you have a love of life that seems to get lost sometimes along the way with, with some of us in this profession. And you don't, you have that beautiful enthusiasm and joy. I remember you discovered some pretty amazing things, even for, for you when we were doing the seance in Massachusetts, it's like, yeah. You're, you're what's needed now. We're what's needed now in this new crazy world we're stepping into. If uh, if we're doing this and we're looking at it uh, in a negative light, 
it doesn't do any good. So if we look at it with enthusiasm in a positive way to bring people closer together, the living and the deceased and beyond that, um, that's, I think, what we should be doing as long as we're not stepping on anybody's beliefs or taking something away from them. And we're always just adding or giving them a new idea without hurting them. That's always the best thing for me. And I, I like being able to do that. So even when I come up against, um, you know, people who are skeptical, that it's good. Be skeptical, but don't be mean about it. Be religious, but don't be mean about it. Be spiritual. Don't be mean about it. Let's just have a nice conversation and be good to each other because more is going to grow out of that. So um, and that speaks volumes to you. You're Patty Negri, one of the most well-known <laughs> spiritual people in the entire planet. And you you took a liking to me and invited me on your show, which I am <laughs> still blown away. I was so excited. I've been talking about it for weeks. Oh, that is so cool. That makes me so happy. I mean, I'm just me. I'm the same. But again, that same enthusiasm of I like to just simply just be nice because I always come up with all these words. I like just be nice about it. Yeah, just be nice. So, it doesn't have to be complicated. Yeah. So, I mean, I on my path, I'm obviously on a witchy path. I'm a pagan, obviously, by witching hour, and I'm known as a witch and all that. How is this the discovery of your... And again, I accept all. I have a school where I have 20 teachers, all different faiths and paths from priests to vampires to everything along the way. How has your gift and changed your own religious or spiritual practice? Has it? Has it increased it? Changed it? Yeah. So, you know, um, I'm, I was born and raised Christian, uh, Catholic. So we have those old school values that were put into me by the church and by my parents. But Along the way, like a lot of people that practice religion, I was starting to lose my way. Um, something that uh, I've been through in my life is I'm a former Marine. I've been deployed. I've seen some pretty horrific sorts of things. And um, sometimes your faith gets tested when you're like, this is humanity. Like, this is where we're at right now. Um, so after that, I kind of started to step away from all of the, the religious stuff and wonder, like, what is, is there more? Um, so once this gift started and I started to see these beautiful people come from the other side who had been down the same walks of life as me, other veterans, law enforcement officers, nurses, priests, witches, all kinds of people would come and they'd be like, no, it's, it's beautiful here. And we didn't have uh, religious things weighing us down when we got here. It was okay. We, we were accepted by the universe. Everything was all good. And so that opened my heart up even more. So when I do meet people who are very religious, again, I don't try to take their belief, but I say it's okay to understand that there's more without stepping on the things that you were taught or, or your values, because that's important to you. We don't want to take anything away. So it has, for me, made me grow into a, a much better, more kinder person, um, I think. Beautiful. Yeah. Just love, just love. You know, and we write songs about it and everything that we do. So, um, so you you have huge social media presence. So people people just love you. And, and um I, I, I think there's something about you again that's approachable isn't the right word. Accessible, those are all too light of words. And I think it's just your spirit. But I don't know. Did you go? I'm going to be a TikTok star. I'm going to be. Hmm. No, I, uh, I, I just keep getting really blessed with interesting things uh, that are happening. So I started on social media a while ago when I was just trying to like get myself out a little bit more locally we started with facebook and instagram and those were okay and then tiktok really is an interesting place because they seem to really value 
not just the person, but the content. So if you're really interested in something, it shows you that again and again. And if you're in front of somebody enough times and you're consistent and you have a positive message that makes them feel better about their day or their path, then they will follow and they will come and listen to what you have to say. So what I do on TikTok is just like what we're talking about now, I just try to stay as positive as possible, even in when things are dark or dreary or somebody's telling me about the bad day they had or somebody passed away or they had to put their pet to sleep. I know those are, are very traumatic events for people and I can understand that because I'm also a human being. So we don't try to discard anybody's feelings. We understand and we say, I understand you. And if you need a safe place that you can always be understood, this is a community, not just me. We're all in this together. And if you want to be a part of that, just come and follow along and, and we'll do that. So that's how my TikTok has uh, grown and doing live videos and talking to people one-on-one -on -one has really been tremendous. And I think it's, um, a really, really great gift that social media has given us. Cause otherwise I'd probably just be the, the crazy guy in town, just being nice and smiling at everybody. <laughs> I know. I love that too. And I see actually the kids and stuff, you, you, we get to create what we want. Now. We get to, you don't have to wait for somebody to give you a job. You don't have to wait for anything. That is such power in Yes, that is 100% right. And that's something I try to tell younger kids. I have some of my own. I have a 22-year-old daughter and then some younger kids than that. And I always try to tell them, you know, when I was coming up through the world, you had to wait for somebody to give you an opportunity. There was somebody in the way saying, you're not good enough. That doesn't exist anymore. Some places it does, but where the people like us who are creative and kind and want to spread really nice messages, we can just turn on our laptop or our phone and, and spread that. And we can put out whatever message we want. So if you are authentic and that's really what you mean, then people are going to understand that and they will come over. So it's funny that you said that I was like approachable or whatever. And I've always said that from the day I started doing mediumship, I said, um, I've seen some people out there that a little not my kind of brand. They're, they're a little bit unapproachable. They're a little scary or spooky. And I said, I want to be everybody's friend. So I keep a nice clean appearance. Um, I try to be as happy as I can. And I do let people know I'm like you. I had bad days and that's okay. But I'm not going to dump my problems on you. I'm here to listen and we'll, we'll, have, we'll get through it together. And that's been the success so far of uh, TikTok. That's beautiful. And again, and we're in these crazy times as we... As my chimes go off, as we <laughs> um, coming out of the pandemic, slowly coming out of the pandemic, do you notice more people are turning to different forms of, of spirituality and mediums and want to just know there's something to more? To me, it's just they just need to know there's something more, whether it's going back to their traditional religion or new age or spirituality or just the paranormal. I mean, we met at a paranormal conference. It, it's not just here's what we're at a spirituality we're you know talking to ghosts i think people just need to know there's more so absolutely that and that is part of um why i do the type of mediumship that i do which is evidentiary mediumship so um anybody can say hey i'm connecting with your grandma she brought these delicious cookies um that's fine but really what has driven me is the my for myself the evidence of afterlife is your grandma's here. Um, and I, this is a true story. I went blind. I was doing a reading for somebody and I went blind out of my left eye for a moment. And then I saw glass shatter and I said, Oh, you're, this is your grandmother. She was blind in her left eye. And I believe that she got glass in it. And that's why she was blind. And the person I was reading for said, Oh my God. Yeah. When she was about 20 years old, she dropped a jar and it exploded. 
and a piece of glass hit her right in the eye and she was blind after that. So those, and, and just going back to the first example of the photograph, something I could never have seen. So there is consciousness beyond this physical body that can communicate with those of us who are open, which by the way, if you're listening to this, you all have this ability. It's just a matter if you're going to be brave enough to listen to it and understand that it's a journey to get better at it. And the better you are, the the more at peace you're going to feel because you're going to know that your ego can sit back and there's going to be more after this and you're going to be okay. Yeah. And I was, I was, yeah, a hundred percent. I do believe we're born with it. I do believe in our modern Western non-mystical society, everything that focuses on our left logical brain and not our magic, art, creative, intuitive, you know, psychic side of things. But um, I was going to have you explain what an evidential medium, but you sort of just did because some people are going, wait, what's that? I have a lot of new people going. So there's, there's trans medium, there's evidential. So you really go, you know, blind in her left eye. There's not a way you can. Right. There's no mincing words. And that, that was how I got the first message. So it was the path I continued down anyway. So, and it makes sense for me because on one hand, I am very logical law enforcement, right? Find the clues, get the evidence, build a case. Here's the, here's the proof. Is it proof, right? Is it, can we, can we bring it to a court of law? Obviously mediumship doesn't work exactly like that, but it's very similar. So if I bring you enough very valid and specific clues about somebody, we can say that this is evidence that this is them. And I'm not just, you know, pulling details of randomness out of nowhere that don't add up. So it's very important to me because I don't want to um, waste your time or mine. And I always tell my followers or, or anybody that listens that the day that I wake up and it's completely off and it stops working, I'll hang up my shoes on the psychic part and we'll be done. But until then, we're just going to keep continuing on and, and bringing positive messages through evidentiary mediumship, which is so amazing. But it also brings me to other stuff, because when we met, I said to you, um, you know, you were talking about taking salt showers, uh, using salt in the shower and uh, carving uh, little sigils into the soap and stuff. What's so funny is I, I stood in front of your table and I was like, there are things that you talked about in your um, lecture that I just naturally did. And, and I was like, kind of like, maybe I have some of those manifestation abilities as well. Um, and hearing you say it really gave me more confidence to believe that that is a true, true statement. Yeah, it is in us. Just like I do think we're all, we're all born with the gift, whatever you want to call it. I think we all have that intuition, that instinct, like animals did it, but we lost ours. I this we have it. It's like so many people is like, do a breath or run your hands under. I do that. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. Um yep. early man knew it. It just got taught out of us. I, I was picking herbs and bushes in my suburban Los Angeles backyard and stuffing them in my mom's purse, knowing exactly which ones would give her money. She didn't understand completely why I was stuffing weird things in her wallet, but I I did I didn't know why I didn't and read it in a book years later when you read it in a book yeah it was the rosemary it was the mint it was whatever, but I think that's what like people like you and I give, give broaden our thinking outside what you can see, it's yes. what you feel what you sense what you know. Um, now, do you do uh, again, again, and, and again? It's it's getting in touch with who we are. With we are our best tool out there. Now, so do you keep stay with evidentiary? Like, do you do any trans mediumship? Do you do any? 
I do some channeling from time to time. Um, but that is very, as you might know, taxing. Um, but sometimes there are spirits that want to come through and they want to be so authentically them that they don't want the translator in the middle. And I, we have to make a deal before I do that. I always say you have about five minutes. You can say what you need to say, but then you have to leave because I can't handle you and me at the same time. And uh, I've done that a handful of times. And it's such an interesting experience because uh, I don't know if you've ever done a channel like that before, but when I come out of it and people are crying or maybe they're a little upset because of what their relative said, I always have to say, like, remember, your relative came through and said this. This has nothing to do with me. I kind of just let them use my mouth. Yeah. Um, and that is the the boundary for me. I really don't go any further than that because I don't want to lose myself um, because it's interesting to be afraid of that. Um, yeah, yeah, don't, yeah, because you don't want to bring fear into our practice at all. Right. I do do trans mediumship and I have, especially like, you know, because we both live in the media world and TV, it's like, they don't want you to channel sweet grandma. It's like the serial killer. It's the mass right. murder. So it's like, I, what I'm only going to give you this percent of my body. And then what might be in there fighting for it. It is weird. They'll, you know, 10%, 20%, whatever that is. Um, yeah. I, exactly. I set boundaries and like, you can do this and not this. And if, say, am I in a circle or whatever, if, if one person is is really afraid of that, I, I don't want to do it. I don't want to bring fear into it. I will, okay, grandma wants to come through maybe, but I'm just going to translate for her instead versus her camera. I remember one of my best friends not too long ago, and, and she, she's a witchy girl. She's a spiritual girl. She has a path. All of a sudden, my face like literally became her, her mother's face. <laughs> like the muscle structure sort of moved, and she ran out of the room. It's like, wait. Oh, huh? Come wow. back. Yeah. And that happened. And once I was doing, um, and this was really weird. It was actually the Cecil Hotel. I was, I, gibber, because you don't remember very much. It's like a dream that you have to remember, don't remember. But I thought I was talking. I thought I was channeling. I was rocking. I rock. Um, and I thought I was talking. All they heard was gibberish. And Corey, one of the YouTubers I work with, uh, he goes, We should play that backwards. They played it backwards. I was speaking English backwards. What? I know. Whoa. I put that on my resume. That is a talent because that is weird because I do see the other side is very reversed image, but right. I can't even do my alphabet backwards. I can't. If somebody pulled me over for drinking, it's like, I haven't drank, but I can't do my alphabet backwards. X, Y, Z. I just, I can't mix words and letters. So. So, I have a friend who's a medium and she told me her Claire audience works in reverse. And she has to kind of listen to it and then play it back forwards and watch the words play out in front of her so she understands what they're saying. So how interesting that it came through you backwards. Yeah. There must be some sort of reversal. That's very yeah. interesting. I've never heard that before. It, it, the computer didn't translate it in between. I've never <laughs> done it before and I've never done it since. Um, but I do, I, again, evidential is great. Like Cindy Keza is a friend. She's a re evidential down to the color of your panties is great. I usually... Right. I, I dance. I've been doing it for so long. I I don't even can't even label myself because I'll I'll do a little bit of everything. But you do. I even actually ask spirit for something evidential at first, so you know it really is. Okay, left right. eye, whatever. Even a photo of this in front of just so they because you have to earn their their trust. It's yeah, not. come in every Tuesday. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yep. That's what one of the things I always say. I'm like, you know. It, 
the signs that come from people. If if you believe that the cardinal and the and the butterflies is your grandma or your mom or your dad, that's awesome. But let me have a conversation with them and let them tell me about their favorite song, their favorite sports car, their favorite restaurants. Let them tell me something that only you and they would know and not me and make it very specific so that we can have that trust. Because after that, when I tell you that they are sending an apology or they're saying, I love you, or they're giving some sort of personal information. Now we have that, that trust built that I've told you something that is absolutely between the two of you. And now you can understand the rest of the messages without doubting what is coming through and feel better about the information that's happening. Right. Right. That's it. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. And again, your gift is is beautiful and sweet. And I've seen it in action. So how did you get to or did it just fall in because we talked to dead people, the, the paranormal world, which again, is slightly different than just the medium. So that happened because I had my own paranormal experiences in the town I live in. And I was having trouble grasping why they kept happening, um, especially since they were they were different than the mediumship things. They were a little bit more violent or a little bit more aggressive is probably the, the right way to put it. Um, so I reached out to a paranormal team in my town and I said, hey, I'm having these experiences, but I'm also a medium. But I, I need some people that have equipment and experience in the field of going into locations and understanding why a haunting is happening and why that they would pick on me or somebody like me. So uh, we, I fell in with that group um, and I worked with them for many years. Eventually I, I took it over and it's kind of mine now. Um, but basically um, from my own experiences and them helping me, I said, you know, this is another avenue that I should be applying myself to because it's all the things that I love. Looking for clues, understanding people, understanding the other side, solving a mystery and putting the puzzle together. So um, it really just spoke to me as a person. So the paranormal is just something that's so cool. And I don't think we'll ever have all the answers as living people. So it always is evolving and keeping me guessing. So, um, you know, that, and that, again, when I watch, uh, folks like you or Cindy on television, I'm like, yes, they're doing good work. And I love the way they're doing it because it's the way I would want to do it. So, um, it makes me happy to see that there's lots of us in, in the spotlight and, and behind it doing the same work. And it makes me feel nice. Yeah. Yeah. And it gives whoever's watching it go, oh, wow, there's some an, it opens up a light bulb, more possibility. What's out there? What can we do? Or, you know, there's more yeah. to life than this. That's why I say that every day. Like, there's more to life than this. You know, it, and it's yeah, absolutely. there's beautiful things. Um, so you're you're in the New Jersey area, right? You're the New, you're Scotty, the New Jersey medium. But you do travel a lot. I do know that. Anybody yeah. think where people could be seeing you coming up in the holidays or new year? You know, oh boy, not, not until the only thing I have scheduled right now is the uh, Gettysburg Bash uh, in July. Okay, that's my my thing. I always have to keep my calendar kind of short because of my regular job. I have to be able to to meter myself and, and know what days I'm going to have off. But that one, I already told my boss like. I'm going to this, whether I'm working that weekend or not, I'm going to take a vacation and go. Um, so that's the one thing that I have definitely coming up. But for everybody, anybody, if you want to see me, I'm live on TikTok at least six or seven times a week um, for an hour. And it's just kind of like this. We talk. Uh, I might do a couple of readings for folks, um, you know, just bring some happiness. He's brilliant, you guys. Check it out. So she's definitely on TikTok. I fell in love. So you have law enforcement and you like the 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 dance between the fact and measure. Have you done any like um, crime cases with your mediumship or missing person cases or cold cases yeah. or cases? 
There's only one so far that I agreed to take because it is uh, on your end of the, the world over there in California. Uh, it's a cold case for a young woman named Dina uh, McCann. She went missing uh, actually 41 years ago, uh, almost to the day uh, here in December. Um, she went missing from uh, Lodi, California. And the family contacted me via Instagram. Uh, just kind of taking a shot in the dark. They were asking a bunch of mediums. I gave them a bunch of information that didn't pan out at first. And then they got a private investigation team together and they listened to my recording and they were like, actually, all these things that are saying really jive with the case really well. Um, so they contacted me. They brought me out to California. There was a bu bunch of revelations that are still happening as to the locations, the people involved. Uh, and we're just waiting for another opportunity for me to come out. We convinced uh, local law enforcement there uh, that I think we have a good spot to look. And uh, the people on the land gave us permission if we have a cadaver dog come out and hit on a location that we have permission to dig. So we have uh, a lot of things working together well. And I think that my connection um, and being so grounded as a person uh, into law enforcement has given those folks uh, over there in California a little bit of ease knowing that I'm I'm pretty on the level. I've been vetted a bunch of times um, and I'm really just doing this because I want to help the family bring somebody home. Then I, it was so nice. They, they, they paid for my plane ticket and put me up in a place to, to stay while I was there. Um, and that's it. And I just did my thing. And it, it's really, really nice. And we did a reading for the family where their sister came through. Um, and I think that we're really going to get to the bottom of it. Unfortunately, the main suspect in this case uh, passed away about a year and a half ago. Um, but even with that, you want to hear something really creepy? Ah. Uh, yeah, of course. And I'm sure your audience does too. So the private investigator in the team that was driving me around while I was out there back in August uh, is not into the paranormal. She's not somebody who's like us. We were going up to the suspected killer's home where he used to live. And on the way up there, she became violently ill. Now, I didn't tell her that I felt like this was an attack from the other side because I don't want to spook her from the case. Uh, so she got so sick, as a matter of fact, that on the way up, we had a um, pullover and she had to uh, go outside the car. And uh, I don't know if I want to gross everybody up, but she had to, she had to throw up um, vomit. And then uh, she was like, I don't know what's going on with me. Like, I don't know why I feel this way. And I was like, I know why, because we're, we're on the right trail. So this guy's trying to thwart us any way we can. So after we went up to the house and did a little of investigating, uh, we left and she started to feel better. And then I let her in on the fact that you felt that way because he was definitely pushing in on the most vulnerable person here, which is you, because I'm not afraid of him, but you just didn't know that that's what he was doing. And then uh, from that day on, unfortunately, she was having a lot of ear problems as well after that. So he really gave her a, a good, good push from the other side. But it, it definitely tells me that we're on the right, right path and that we're going to continue on it. And hopefully soon um, we'll be able to, uh, to locate her. So if anybody wants to check that out, I have a YouTube channel that we've done a little bit on that so far, uh, and there's going to be more coming. So uh, it's just Scotty the Medium as well, if they want to check it out. Check it out. I will, I will subscribe. I love my YouTube. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, because yeah. I'm thinking of the law enforcement thing. I know some law enforcements are very open to that and help even on live cases, some not so much. <laughs> yeah. But you have that background. You have that the cloud in both. I've never done that either. Somebody called me about a way cold case, 100 year old case, in, I think Indiana that won't die. Actually, I think somebody's doing a movie on it. And I had 
never done that before. I kind of went trance state the way I do it. And I was seeing this stuff. It's like, I, I'm making this part up, but it was like, oh, east of town, water, uh, hunting shack. There is no water east of town. I'm like, oh, I'm wrong. But they looked at a hundred years ago, it was water east of town. They had dammed something up. So it was like, wow, that's so time and space. That's weird. I don't even that think that's what gave us our markers for the California case because the things that I described are not there anymore. But we spoke to the landowner and they're like, yeah, that used to be right here. You're standing right next to where that I, that particular landmark used to be. And they were like, I, I tell everybody, I was four months old when she went missing. So certainly I know, and I am right. from New Jersey, I know nothing. So it was really interesting that um, that is the sort of thing that we want because um, as law enforcement officers, they, they, they need facts. They can't bring your vision to court, right? So right. we need facts and evidence. So I always say we're good tools as mediums and psychics to like point them in the right direction. But um, on the other side of it, the law enforcement side, I need the clue. I need it to be physical. I need a witness. I need a confession, something to bring to court so that we can prosecute the right person. Um, and unfortunately, visions don't do it, but it can put us in the right path. So when people ask me, like, do they ever intersect? I say, nope. Law enforcement, when I'm in my uniform, is law enforcement. And Scotty the medium is Scotty the medium. And only every once in a while do I go into one or the other for a brief moment um, if I think it will help. That's fascinating. I love that. Uh, um, anyway, I have so many questions, but oh, yeah, yeah, the time. You're just going to have to come back. Will you come back? Uh, I'll come back anytime okay. you ask me to come back. Are you okay. kidding? That is awesome. So again, one more time, tell people where, where they can find your website, your TikTok, anything else. Sure. Uh, anybody who's looking for me, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, you can find me, just Google Scotty the Medium, and you will find all of my things. Um, it's nice and easy. Um, Patty, thank you very much for having me on. It's such a pleasure. It was so awesome meeting you. I yeah. felt like as soon as I saw you, I was like, oh, she is the awesomest. I knew it. And I still, you're going to be the awesomest forever. Uh, well, it's a mutual admiration society. We'll go with uh, that. Okay. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you for bringing your magic to Witching hour. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yay.